Hey everyone, it's JC again, episode 19 on the You Made New podcast. This one, if you notice the title, is a big one. This is one I have been chewing on also for a very long time. In fact, it's funny. I was just asked asked to speak on this topic. It's been kind of in the forefront of my mind, but I've been seeing it everywhere on social media, like memes and photos and discussions, a blog post. Am I enough? How do we feel like we're enough? All of this about being enough. And so I thought I'd give my two cents because, boy, I I do have some feelings on this. The Lord has instructed me on some things that have revolutionized the way that I see this. Um, And I believe it's one of the most either damaging things we can believe about ourselves or if we can really cue into the true way to look at it, it can change everything. Um, if you look at what we've been talking about on this on this uh, whole podcast so far, the the message in our head, "I'm not enough," can filter into to almost everything we've touched on, can't it? I mean, I'm not enough in my body image, what I look like, my weight, my hair, my face, all of that. It can go. Um, it can be the thing fueling an eating disorder. Or any type of disordered eating, throwing us into stress eating or comfort eating. It's that tiny voice in our head, I'm just not enough. That insecurity, the inadequacy that just plagues us. Maybe it's not there all the time. Um, But, you know, we live in a world that we're presented with all kinds of things that can trigger this. So if we talk for a minute, maybe what we need to do to start is why? Why are we so often feeling this so much that, like I said, it's kind of everywhere right now? Why is this such a common inner critic, a voice that we hear? I'm just, I'll never be enough. I think one of the reasons is probably obvious. I'm sure you've already thought of this. I mean, we live in a world where images are paraded before our mind, our eyes constantly. Whether or not you're a huge social social media follower, the images are there regardless. You'll see them other places just online and TV and billboards and everything. But this image of the impossible standard, it's like my episode on the image of the ideal woman. She's just everywhere being held up as the, the image that we're supposed to compare ourselves to. And so if you get that kind of impossible standard, irrational, unrealistic, photoshopped standard, And then you compare yourself to that. Of course, there's going to be feelings of not enough. (laughs) I mean, it's just almost ridiculous. And and the thing is, we can take this way past the world of of health and wellness. I'm not enough as a mom. I'm not enough as in my house isn't enough. My clothes aren't enough. Like my job, my achievements, my children aren't enough. It can just, everything we're seeing other people do on social media, because of course we're seeing their best. Most of us aren't parading our worst, but all our, our best moments. And then, and someone else is on some tropical vacation and you haven't had one in five years and you just think I'll never, oh, I just can't, I can't, I can't. So it's just a, completes this full circle of our whole life. This message can just plague us about every single aspect of our life because of everything we're seeing everyone else do, all the expectations, all the news reports, all the overwhelming things we're, we're having flood us. 
And so, yes, of course, it's to be expected in our generation with the difficult culture that we live in, that the voice, I'm not enough, is going to come back again and again. This is the thing, though, because this is a gospel-centered podcast, what struck me the other day was, okay, even if we're trying really hard to drown out that message and not listen to the world's, not compare ourselves to the worldly image or standard Those of us who are disciples of Christ, I mean, we know God's standard, right? We're in our scriptures. And we see our our sinful side. We we see ourselves. We know the reality compared to his standard that we're not enough. So it's going to have an aspect there too, right? We go to church and we hear... (laughs) The lessons taught and the sermons preached. and, And we see the gap between our everyday lives. I remember joking once about... You know, I, I would sit in church and listen to how I need to be more like Christ and, and to truly mold my life to be in the image of him. And then I'd be in the car like minutes later yelling at my kids to quit fighting. You know, it's just those moments that even if I wanted to, I, I know the difference. I know I can see it. I just always feel like I'm not enough. So th- those aren't the only two reasons. In fact, I have um, a, a two-part course on this that goes a lot deeper. And we talk about some other reasons we feel like we're not enough. It's free. It's on my online courses um, link on my on my website. But we go in a lot deeper. There's other reasons. And so that's okay. It helps to understand where this is coming from. But most of us go, okay... You know, I get that I deal with this. Yeah, I felt this. So what do I do? How do I fix this? Like, how do I cope with it? And I think there's some common suggestions that are shouted to us by our world. The very world, by the way, that's creating (laughs) the impossible standard that we can't measure up to. And then the world says, oh, here are the answers. Here's what to do. (laughs) When you're not enough. Sorry, I just find that very ironic. But one of the things is we're told, just don't listen to that voice. Tune it out. Tune out your inner inner critic. You're enough. We see this everywhere. You're enough just the way you are. Don't listen to that negativity. Tune it out. Um, We can look look at it as like a form of denial, really, right? Like, no, I'm just not going to focus on that. If I'm feeling it, I'm just going to distract myself and, and just not listen. So that's, that's one way we could approach it. Another way um, that we hear that I've heard my entire life, and probably you have too, is, okay, if you're feeling like you're not enough, build up your self-esteem. You need to build up your self-worth and love yourself. Focus on your strengths. You know, talk about all your talents and the things you're good at. Focus on that. Um, we've been taught, I mean, the self-esteem movement has been around for, for decades, I've been taught this in school and uh, Oprah episodes and books and articles on how to build your self-esteem. It's everywhere. Um, but, but here's my question with either one of those solutions, whether I'm just going to not listen to that inner voice or whether I'm going to try to pump up positive affirmations and tell myself how awesome I am and build up my self-esteem. The question is really, do, do either of those work in the long term? I mean, they certainly have not for me. I'll be honest. Like maybe it, it feels better for a little while, but it doesn't fix it. It doesn't take it away. I'm right back in that place. The next picture I see on social media of someone winning some award and then down I go again, like, oh, I'm never going to be live up to that, 
that same standard. So it keeps coming back and keeps coming back, even with our world solutions. I appreciate that they're trying to make us feel better, that those those blogs and speakers and book writers and but I it just wasn't working, you know, for me at least. It just wasn't doing it. And so I actually have spent a lot of years studying different things on this. And so let me just share one quote that that kind of will set us on a different path. Because see, if we take this question to the Lord, this I'm not enough, um, I think he has a different answer than what the world is shouting to us. And this, if we can get this settled... Like, it will change everything. Everything we've been talking about on the podcast, our body image struggles and our disordered eating and the voices in our head and how to, how to move in a direction where we can be healed. Not just, not just, you know, overcoming through willpower, but truly healed so that it's not plaguing, plaguing us anymore. It doesn't keep coming back. Like, that's what I'm talking about. And I really do believe with my whole heart that Christ has a solution for us. You know, maybe we've just been so busy reading the self-esteem books and the self-help books that we haven't asked him when we're feeling completely less than and not enough. Yes, he has some some answers for this. But let me just share a Jenny Allen quote. I've been quoting from her a lot lately. I think it's just because her book's really resonating with me. Um, her book, Nothing to Prove. But here's what she says. We are so often dragged along in the darkness... Unable to save ourselves from our thoughts and from our shame and from our mistakes. We try to slap self-esteem tactics on our fears, but they don't stick. Because, well, it's true. We are not enough. I, For me, just boom. Just to have her say it like that. There's something about that that resonates with me. I don't know about you. But to just turn around and quit trying to run from this thing I'm feeling and just look at it and go, yeah you know what? I'm not. And I'm kind of just going to take a minute and own that. Um, okay. If that bothers you, you may go, Oh no, I'm not comfortable with that at all. I've fought very hard to silence that voice in my head. Um, I would suggest run over and take my, my online course and just, we go into this and why this is important. I don't believe this is just another way of looking at it. I believe that the Lord needs us to own it for a very important reason. And I go much, much deeper into that. But listen to what she says. And this is the kicker. She says, it would be, after saying we're not enough, she says, it would be a terribly depressing thought if it weren't followed by the most freeing truth in all of eternity. God knew we would never be enough. So he became enough for us, Jesus is our enough. I mean, ah, oh, isn't that beautiful? We've had our eyes on ourselves for so long, measuring, measuring, comparing, you know, with others and looking at our own standard for ourselves. Maybe it isn't even others that trigger you, but your own perfectionistic standard that you just can't live up to and, and your own dream in your head of what you think you need to be and you see all your inadequacy and And we just have our eyes on ourselves, and yet here, this beautiful truth right in front of us, God knows that. He knew that. Maybe that was the idea all along is that he knew that would be the case. And that is the whole reason we were given a savior. I mean, maybe we really do need to be saved and this is part of it. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of, um, 
there are so many scriptures that we could use to, to show evidence of this. I just had a hard time picking and a hard time deciding, oh, how do I even begin to show the Lord's answer? Take your eyes off yourself. Look to Jesus. He is your enough. He's more than enough. And, and it seems like a simplistic answer, but it really does send us in a new direction in, in a way that will work. Like we were talking about, not just, um, a few minutes of fixing ourselves up with pot of positive affirmations and telling ourselves we're okay. I, I was thinking the other day, that strategy of trying to build our self-esteem and, and tell ourselves we're enough and, and pat ourselves on the back. And it's kind of like wearing makeup. <laughs> like we can really make our, ourselves look pretty good. I've seen people, have you ever seen those before and afters? pictures on social media of the face not made up at all. And then they're made up. I mean, some of these women don't even look like the same person. (laughs) We can make ourselves look really, really good with makeup. It's fun. I'm not, I'm not dissing on that. I, it's great. I wear makeup like it's, but it's just a temporary covering, right? It's like, we know what's underneath it. Does it fix it? Does it make it so that we never (laughs) see our blemishes ever again? No, that night the makeup comes off and there we are again. (laughs) So I just really feel like that approach of trying to tell ourselves we are enough, it's just a covering. Like we've talked about in other episodes, it's just like fig leaves, like Adam and Eve covering themselves with fig leaves. I mean, they just, they don't do it in the long term. They may do it in the short term, but they just don't fix it. Here we're talking about turning our eyes from the self. From all that, that voice, yes, it's, it's saying that. Yes, we're presented with all kinds of things that are going to reinforce that voice in our head. In fact, it's funny. I've been, I've been taking notes kind of on this for a few days, just kind of trying to jot down what, what I want to cover in the podcast on this. And it's, I'm not even kidding. So I opened Instagram the other day and was presented with something (laughs) that a friend posted that was so like, it triggered my insecurity with a vengeance. Like I just looked at these pictures and went, are you kidding me? Like I'll never, never measure up to that. Like I didn't even, I didn't even do it consciously. It was so funny. It happened so automatically. The moment my eyes set, set, um, or the moment I set eyes on those pictures, it was just like it flooded me without my even trying. The pictures were just such a stark comparison between my life and what this person was living that I just, it just buckled me all day. It was just like, oh my gosh, the sense of inadequacy just flooded me. And then I started laughing because I just thought it's so funny that I'm studying this right now and trying to put together a podcast on this right now because, (laughs) because here I go living the very thing I'm I'm talking about, which is to say, I'm never the one to say this, that we won't be tempted by these comparisons. Satan's real. And I think he knew exactly what I was doing and said, oh yeah, watch this. I can take you down anytime I want. And just presented this, this thing that he knew would trigger me. And it did for a minute, but I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'm learning to handle it differently. It doesn't send me into that spiral the way that it used to. Yes. I'm aware of the feeling still. I I laugh about it. You know, I can see that it's happening. But it used to be able to send me just into this dark place where I would then just start out all these desperate measures to try and 
you know, put makeup on the not enoughness to try and, you know, build myself up and, and get myself out of that pit. I mean, I don't do that anymore. I really believe that the Lord has a better answer for us. But it's more than, I, I could just say on this podcast, you know, Jesus is our enough. Like, I loved what she said. But how do you translate that into a way that it actually um, fixes, <laughs> shows you how to be settled, be at peace with the inadequacy? That's, that's a bit more of a discussion to go from hearing the message that God is our enough. He is our enough. He's everything we need. So how do we how do we access that? What does that even look like? What is that um, on a daily basis? What does that mean I do when I'm feeling inadequate? Does it mean that he's going to just make all my weaknesses go away? No. <laughs> we know that's not the case, right? We've watched our lives. Like, no, being mortal is a thing, and, and those failures will continue. That's just part of the, the story here on earth. No, but still... Oh, see, I want to launch into it and I'm almost, my time's up. Let me just say, that is why I created the two-part awakening course. It is free and will always be free. No obligation. You, you just, you'll never get anything from me trying to sell you anything. I mean, I just made these classes accessible and free. It's two parts. They're each 45 minutes um, that really delve into this. In fact, part two is the one that I just think finally just really helps us open our eyes to what is possible through Christ as we try to dig ourselves out of this not enoughness. What he can do to completely revolutionize the state of our our mind and the way we see ourselves. Oh, does he have an answer? Like it's so, it's so stinking cool. I love when the scriptures just, just become so cool and so real and so absolutely awesome compared to the world's strategies. Like he has a way, way, way better plan. So go take that two-part class. I called it the awakening series for a reason because this, we live under this shadow of I am not enough. So many of us live under it constantly. Like it, it just burdens us and we can't get out from underneath it. I'm telling you there is a way we are not meant to live in that kind of defeat. Like we are disciples of Christ. We're children of God. And Satan is trying to just keep us stuck in that place by presenting image after image and thing after thing that can just, by comparison, make us feel awful. But there's a way to view it. There's a way to just tweak it and see it as we turn it over to Christ that will change everything. So if you're feeling just particularly weighed down today, if maybe you've been like me, been on social media too much. No, I, I, I'm not, I'm not against social media. I'm not, I have an Instagram, I have a Facebook, like I'm not against it. It has some wonderful reasons to exist. And I've connected and found um, many, many ways that it's blessed my love, life and connect me, connected me with other people. And, but if the adversary, if the enemy is getting in your head through social media or, or through something someone said to you, a family member, a friend, a coworker, if there's just that voice shouting at you right now, you'll never be enough. If Satan's just playing that piano key over and over and over in the back of your head, go take the awakening series. Go to my website, jcwhiteman.com. Go to click on the menu on courses, scroll down to the very bottom. It's the last two. 
and start with part one that covers why we feel like we're not enough, where that comes from. We're going to go into deeper than we just talked about in this podcast. But the second one, the second part is titled becoming a superhero. It's how to rise up. And it looks nothing like the world's solution. Christ has one that's much cooler, but it feels an awful lot like becoming a superhero through his strength. And I'll explain that in part two. I just hope that I've offered some hope that I've just helped lift your eyes today from feeling weighed down by this to know that there is a solution that our sweet Lord loves us, especially sees our suffering, sees how much we're being tormented like this and wants to pull us out of this bondage. If we settle this, think about how many other things that that will trickle into. Yes, it'll affect our body image. Yes, it can affect our eating disorder. If the whole thing that's fueling it is I'm not enough. And so I'm trying to, you know, fix that by controlling the size of my body through an eating disorder. Oh, the ripple effects this can have, but also in our, the rest of our life, in our parenting and our, our coworker or with our coworkers or, or at church or whatever we may be doing, it's, it's going to just have an effect on everything that we are. Settling this could change everything. I really believe it did for me. And so I encourage you, turn this over to Christ. Um, come with me in my courses and, and study this and let's learn more and let's talk about this and be able to rise up and find our true place in him. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thanks.